Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 23, on four things that bring great peace. Christ the Beloved, now my son, I will show you the path of peace and true freedom. The learner, do as you say, Lord. That is something I should be glad to hear about. The beloved, my son, always try to do the will of others rather than your own. Always choose to have less rather than more. Always make for the lowest place and take rank below all others. Let your constant prayer and desire be that the will of God may be perfectly accomplished in you. The man who does all this crosses the frontier of the land of peace and inward rest. The learner. Lord, those few words of yours hold within them the high road of perfection. They do not take long to say, but they are full of meaning and rich in results. If I could only keep them faithfully, it would not be so easy for me to lose my peace of mind. Every time I am conscious of feeling restless and heavy-hearted, I find I have been going against this teaching of yours. However, there is nothing beyond your power, and you love to see a soul making headway. So give me, Lord, a greater store of your grace to enable me to keep your word and ensure my salvation. A prayer against evil thoughts. O Lord, my God, do not go far away from me. Look upon me, my God, and help me. For swarming thoughts have broken out in rebellion against me, together with deep fears that harass my soul. How am I to pass through them without getting a wound? How am I to break my way through them? Of old, you said, I will lead you on your way, bending the pride of earth low before you. I will open the gates of the prison and show you the mysteries of the secret places. Lord, do as you have said. Let all evil thoughts flee at the sight of you. This is my hope my one comfort, that in all my troubles I can turn to you, trust you, call upon you from the depths of my being, and in patience wait for you to comfort me. A prayer for light to shine in our mind. O good Jesus, let the brightness of your inward light shine clearly within my mind. Banish all darkness from the house of my heart. Fence in my many roving thoughts and crush the temptations that use such force against me. Fight on my side with all your strength and overcome these evil beasts, the fleshly lusts that lure me to wrong. So will your power bring peace, and the mighty sound of your praise ring out in that holy temple, a conscience free from stain. Give your commands to the winds and to the storms. Bid the sea to be calm and the blustering wind not to blow. 
and there shall be a great stillness. Send forth your light and your truth to shine upon the earth. I myself am but earth, empty and waste, until you shed your light upon me. Pour down your grace from above. Soak my heart with the rain of heaven. Bring me streams of devotion to water the face of this earth, to make it bear good and perfect fruit. Take from my mind the load of sin that weighs so heavily upon it and fix all my desires upon the things of heaven so that once I have tasted the sweetness of that joy above, I may be loathed to let my thoughts dwell on the things of earth. Catch hold of me and drag me away from the comfort to be found in things created, a comfort that cannot last. For there is nothing in all creation that can fully slake my longings, fully give me comfort. Bind me to you with a bond of love that cannot be broken. For you alone are all in all for a loving heart. And without you, everything else is but pitiful trash. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, mirror of the divine life, pattern of humility, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What are the four things that bring great peace? Well, Christ speaks of doing the will of others, one. Two, choosing to have less rather than more. Making for the lowest place. Being below others, that's the third thing. And fourth, constant prayer. Constant prayer so that the will of God might be accomplished perfectly in us. Praying and desiring for the will of God to be accomplished in us. Not my will, Jesus said in the agony in the garden, but thy will be done to his Father. So these four things, trying, notice the first one is about trying, always try. He doesn't say you're going to accomplish it. Doesn't mean you're going to be successful. But we have to try. Trying to do the will of others. Why? Because this is what makes for peace. Instead of making everyone do what we want to do all the time, instead of trying to twist everything to make our will get done, instead of trying to have our way, why don't we try to make other people happy? Why don't we try to please them? Especially in marriages, right? A husband is supposed to make his wife happy. A wife is supposed to try to make her husband happy. And the grace of marriage 
is to enable us to want that and to try to do that. But it's not only for marriage, it's for all friendships. All friends should want to do the will of their friend. But of course, we also need charity, friendship for ourselves. So there are times when we need to do what we need to do. There are times when we have to do something. We have to act in a certain way. And even then, it's what's really useful is if we think about ourselves as a kind of third person, if we try to get out of ourselves and advise ourselves or do what we should do for ourselves as though someone else were telling us this, a friendship for ourselves. Okay, doing the will of others, trying to do with the will of others. That's the first step to what? To peace, great peace. And why? Because peace is the tranquility of order, Augustine says. Tranquility of order. Peace is the result of everything being in their proper place. And peace especially arises when wills are in agreement. And so when we try to conform our will to the will of others, then between you and I, between the person we're trying to please, there will be peace because our wills are together. There is order there's, and there will be therefore tranquility. Okay, that's the first step, trying to do that. The second thing is choosing. And don't overlook that word choice. Love is a choice. Humility is a choice. When we're faced with the opportunity to put ourselves above someone else, that's a choice. But even before that, we have a choice for less rather than more. Less rather than more. What am I going to choose? I want more, more, more. No, but what does St. Ignatius of Loyola say, especially about food? When you really want to eat something, he says, when you feel your desire really strong, choose to have less. Choose to deny yourself that. Again, why will this bring peace? Because there's nothing greater for peace among other people than humility. And there's nothing that makes people more annoyed when they see someone being greedy. Even if you're watching birds eat or squirrels eat and you see the pig, the pig gets in there, the blue jay, we're in Toronto, or the big fat squirrel gets in there, pushes the nice chipmunks away, we kind of get annoyed. He's greedy. Oh, get a look at that guy. Well, so when with other people, when we want more than we should, that causes lack of peace, but also within ourselves. Tranquility of order. When our desires are out of order, when we want more than we should want, we're not going to be at peace with ourselves. But this requires a choice. When we're tempted, when we're given an opportunity, we choose the less. Okay, that's the second way. Third way to have peace. Make for the lowest place. Take rank below all others. Start for that. Go for that. Serve other people. Don't presume 
that we're better than other people. Don't presume that everyone should be looking to us and trying to please us and to do things for us. Don't presume that you're God's gift to the world and everyone else should bow as you come into the room. Again, humility brings peace. Because we don't really know in the eyes of God who's more full of love. We don't know in the eyes of God what graces other people have been given, how they're responding. All we know is that we have been very unfaithful and that we don't deserve what we have. And so we try to take the lowest place. How that brings peace. Humility brings peace. Humility submits ourselves to God and to those that are greater than us. And if that's our true place, then that brings great peace. Finally, constant prayer and desire. For what? Not so much for the will of other people, but for the will of God. The will of God to be perfectly accomplished in you. A few weeks ago, we mentioned that there's two aspects of the will of God. There's the accepting of the will of God. Let's say you've gotten a sickness, loss of a job, or something bad has happened. We don't have to do anything. We have to accept. We have to surrender. But then there's also the actively doing the will of God. We know we're supposed to do something. We have to choose to do it. But these two things together require grace. They require divine help. And that grace makes us desire it. We cannot truly desire the things we should on our own. These are gifts from the Lord. He can make us desire what we don't desire. And when together, when we accept what we have to accept, when we actively do what we're supposed to do, all of this allows the Lord's will to be accomplished in us. He is ultimately in charge. He is the one directing us. And if these four things can be kept in mind, to trying to do the will of others, choosing less, making for the lowest place, praying and desiring for God's will, then we will be at peace within ourselves. We will be at peace with others. We will be at peace with the world around us because we don't want more than we should. And then we'll be at peace ultimately with God. And that's where the true peace is ultimately found. Being at peace with the Lord. But we cannot be at peace with the Lord if our brother has something against us, Christ says. If your brother has something against you, leave your gift at the altar and go and make peace with your brother and then come and offer your sacrifice. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.